Who is the most underrated player based on early ADP? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I am your, ho- co- I'm your host, <laughs> Dominic Martino, here with my co-host, as always, Matthew Arne. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. Please like, subscribe, and comment, especially on YouTube. We love to talk fantasy baseball with you. On today's podcast, we're talking about specifically hitters that you can get a great deal on based on current ADP. And Matt, I think we have a couple of Phillies lined up here first. I know one of them is my guy, but um, why don't you take the lead here, brother? Amen, man. Let's talk about, you know, the we're gonna talk Phillies. We might as well talk about the elephant in the room. And that's Bryce Harper. Bryce is just an interesting case, right? Because we have no idea what to do with him, in all honesty, you know. Outside of the fact that he's not coming back till half the season, he's clearly not gonna go where you'd normally draft him in the first round if he was healthy. And we all know he had an absolute monster season last year, even with the even with needing Tommy Johns pretty much the whole time. Yeah. So it, it it's a it's a it's a weird thing to do. So here's how I'm treating it, right? Right now he's going off the board at 23 ADP, which I still feel is a little rich for my blood. I have him as my 31st outfielder. And I'm kind of more comfortable taking him around the 31st, but at the same time, like it's it's the overall pick of 110. Yeah. So like he's like the eighth round, seventh, eighth round pick. Like I'm kind of okay with that too. It's just a matter of how you want to proceed with him because like, if you got to pick him, you really have to make up for him and get somebody that's going to be able to hold you over. You're going to have to really build your team knowing that, hey, I'm not going to have my bet one of my best players for a half a season. But when he comes back, he's going to light it up. You know, you just got to make sure you don't lose enough to, to not be in playoff consideration, which by, by, uh, by All-Star break, that is a likely scenario if you, weren't, if you didn't draft the team good enough to support this big drop-off. Um, let me read you off what he did real quick, just so like you know, you guys can have a perspective of how good he was in his limited at bats this uh, last year. All right, so 370 at bats, he had 63 runs, 18 home runs, 65 ribbies, and 11 stolen bases, and batted 286. Now that's just Bryce Harper for you. You know, just double those numbers, and you're pretty much happy with a full season because essentially that's what you got. And on top of that, Philly got a hell of a lot better. So if you think about it, they had a Trey Turner. They have Castellanos' second year more comfortable in the lineup and in the city. You have Schwarber's second year back in that lineup. Bohm should take a step forward because he's been working working with Mr. Harper. And just last of all, I mean, you just think about it. Uh, Bryson Stott should be should be taking a step forward too. So that lineup is pretty good from like A to Z at that point. So there should be a lot of opportunity to get them counting stats for you when he does come back. To be honest, the second half, he could be the best player from All-Star break on. 
Yeah, man, I think you hit the nail on the head. And Matt read you off his stats there, and that was over 99 games. So he probably will play a similar amount of games this year. And those are pretty good stats. Uh, I'll take it. My thing is, 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 um, it, guys, you should, if you didn't already listen to our mock draft episode, which was our previous episode, I actually took Bryce Harper in that, in that draft, and I actually supplemented pretty well. If you draft early with like, I got a Julio Rodriguez and an Eloy Jimenez as my top two outfielders, at a certain point, I turned around and I said, you know, I'm not really loving all of the outfielders that are currently out there. So I said, I'm going to take the risk on Bryce Harper. Now, I've been, I think I've been saying this a lot about injured, you know, injury players or guys that are currently hurt. You kind of have to have faith in yourself as a drafter to take a guy like Harper or a Tatis or guys that you just know are going to miss a certain amount of games. And, you know, if you guys listen to, you know, Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Matt and I, we could definitely get you to feel like, you know, you can you can do it because it's possible. I even did another real draft um, yesterday. I was feeling uh, pretty good about my mock. And, you know, I once again, I got Julio. I, I forget who my second outfielder was, but it was an elite outfielder. And then I, you know, I took Bryce Harper again, and I got Lars Nupar as my third. And, and you know, if you could do something like that, just get somebody that's going to hold the place, make the pickups at outfield. Uh, you could definitely supplement it until Harper gets back and then just reap the rewards of having a first-round talent, you know, souping up your team uh, c- coming after the All-Star break, maybe even June. Depends how quick Bryce can recover from this. Uh, and we'll we'll just see how it goes. You know, I, I have a lot of faith in Bryce Harper that, as Matt said, it's not so much I love him as the 23rd outfielder. I love him at pick 110. You're going to get, you know, potentially an MVP caliber player after pick 100. Uh, sign me up. So, Next up, we have another Philly here, and uh, somebody who didn't have a great year last year, but Matt and I have a lot of faith in him. That's Nick Castellanos. So, uh, you know, uh, Big Nick didn't really have a great year for the Phillies last year in his first season with them. At 30 years old, he played 136 games, 524 at-bats, 56 runs, did have 27 doubles, 13 bombs, 62 RBIs, chipped in seven steals, and he had 263. So uh, big Nicky Castellanos, you know, I like the 263 batting average, which was pretty stellar. But as Matt and I always say, first year on a new team, it's very tough. Got to figure out where you're eating. You got to move your family and kids. You got to get used to a new routine, new teammates, new coaching. Sometimes it can be very tough, but let's just go back to that 2021 monster all-star season that Nick Castellanos had. Once again, 138 games, 95 runs, 38 doubles, 34 bombs, 100 RBIs, three steals, and uh, Nicky hit 309. So Nick Castellanos definitely has that upside. He had a bunch of big seasons in Detroit. He had that nice uh, second half of the year of 2019 in Chicago. I just see a big, big bounce back coming for Nick Castellanos uh, this this season. I, I truly think he does it. Before I pass it off to my brother, Matt, I just want to pull up my rankings here and see where I have him ranked for you people. Uh, at 20. I have Nick Castellanos ranked at 20. And the current ADP on Nick Castellanos is a 35 outfielder. And pick 142 overall. I think it's a steal. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, loving loving me some Nick this year. He's one of my bounce back players. I actually have him number fourteen of outfielder for me. Oof. Um, you know what? Like, here's the deal. I got forced to watch a lot of Philly baseball this year, and I just watched this kid. Right, and I'm also a fan. And one thing he didn't really do is strike out obscenely. You know, it was a lot of fly balls, a lot of like unlucky. Could have been carried just a tad. I mean, granted, like the the numbers don't resemble like, hey, I didn't. Sh- he didn't strike out a lot. 
because struck I mean, out a decent amount. 100, 130 strikeouts in 136 games. Right, but if you look at the season before in 2021, he had 121 strikeouts with a 309 batting average. Yeah, so, yeah. so if you're talking within range of what he normally does, it's only an extra nine. And on top of that, he had a higher batting average. You would assume that, you know what, the ball just didn't carry over the fence or didn't land in certain places. Now without the without the um, what's it called the shift and you know being a little bit more comfortable and with the bonus of being in in Philly's park I think that it's going to carry over that fence a little bit more we're going to see those numbers and he's going to take advantage of being in this team it's going to be well protected and they're going to have to pitch to him which is another big bonus so I think that we're going to see a nice big bounce back for Nick Castellanos so you know from there down next up we have Two more bets that we are highly undervalued so far this offseason. And Dom's got somebody great to talk about. Yeah, but, but, but before we get to these next bets that you definitely want to stick around to hear, we have to talk about, once again, our friend Lindsey Crosby. He is the host of MLB Prospects. Great podcast, uh, great guy, and uh, just guy is an encyclopedia of prospect knowledge he will also be uh on with us this wednesday so you guys definitely want to check him out uh check out our podcast check out his podcast but also guys one more thing if you're like me you have a full-time job you you know it's it's tough getting to the gym every day after work you know you're tired but you want a quick snack that isn't high on calories but it still tastes great you gotta try built bar I'm not sure how Built Bar does it, but these bars taste delicious delicious while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they're healthy. Built Bars only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Oh boy, that's a lot of protein for a protein bar. Uh, well, something, something that's not a protein bar, actually, because Built Bar is just absolutely delicious, guys. They come in unbelievable flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate, and coconut puff. And guess what? Now you don't even have to wait for them. Uh, you can get over to your local Sam's Club or Walmart. You don't have to go to Built.com anymore. Just so many ways you can get your Built Bars, guys. Come on. I don't know what you guys are waiting for anymore. Get your Built Bars. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, <laughs> now... uh Dom, you want to take this one or shall I? Um, who? Uh, I think uh, you finished up with Casty, so I'll I'll hop on this one. Let's let's go with Tim Anderson. Uh, uh, Tim Anderson, guys. After last year, he was all banged up. He did not play a lot of games, but Tim Anderson is just uh, he's he can be a five category guy, maybe four and a half. I don't know how how much the RBIs are going to be there for Tim Anderson uh, this year with that that White Sox lineup that is missing uh, Jose Abreu now. So let me read you off what Tim Anderson did last year in 79 games, 332 at-bats, 50 runs, 6 bombs, 25 RBIs, 13 steals, and he hit 301. Uh, you, you're like, Dom, that leaves a lot to be desired. Okay, so let me go back to you know 2021 where Tim Anderson was an all-star. He played 123 games, 527 at-bats, 94 runs. He had 17 bombs, 61 RBIs. 18 steals and he hit 309 if that doesn't entice you i don't know what to tell you but tim anderson is a real value right now coming off the board as the 17th shortstop pick 111 overall i just think that's great value i currently have tim anderson as my number 15 shortstop uh you could even take him a little bit higher if you want you got a big glob of store of shortstops there you got Pena, neil cruz wanda franco it's kind of a what do you want the security or do you want one of these uh, young guys that you're going to take the upside play on i just think tim anderson is super safe as long as he's healthy 
Yeah, no, I think Tim Anderson definitely is solid this year. You know, he's a little bit safer than the guys that are going above him. Like, you know, guys like Wander Franco and uh, Bogarts. Well, Bogarts and him are pretty much the safety units right there. And now, you know, I see Pena going higher than him and Carlos Correa. And, like, quite honestly, like, those are the those are the guys I'm not really as comfortable drafting, especially over Tim Anderson with the solid production. He's just not a home run guy or a ribby guy. But that's because where he hits in the lineup. And he just doesn't have the power. But he'll have a steady batting average. He'll get you some steals, get you a boatload of runs. And if Eloy and Roberts are really cooking all season, those runs could be astronomical. So, <laughs> actually, now you think about it, if you, you could have like 150 runs just in that category. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think people are just sleeping on Tim Anderson, Matt. I, I, you know what? And I'll say this. You know, he had the 17 bombs in 2021 and 123 games. He, in a good year, he could hit 22, 23 bombs, and that's definitely helping. That'd be incredible if he did. I just wish he can get like 20 more ribbies. So, yeah, that's going to be tough. Going to be tough. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing that's left to desire for me, honestly. If he had the ribbies and then no home runs, I would have been whatever. So, like, that's why that's why he is where he is for me. But let's yeah, move on here. I got Mr. Anthony Rendon. You've heard us talk about him a little bit, but I'm going to talk about him a little bit more in depth and why he's so valuable. You know, first off, you know, third base is absolutely horrible this year. And one thing that everybody forgets because this guy's just been hurt all the time is – Rendon has been solid his whole career when he's healthy. And it's just, it's, it blows my mind that people forget that so soon, but I guess fantasy baseball is not as forgiving, right? So right now he's coming off the board as the 17th, the third baseman, 200 pick 216. He's my 11th third baseman. And I mean, I'm not drafting him like at pick 100 or pick 150. I'm trying to get him where his ADP is. But the one thing that makes me feel nice is if I miss out on the top end third baseman, I could probably reach for him around pick 170 and he could be my solid third baseman. If I have to fix it later, I could fix it later if he gets hurt again. But I mean, I can't even get mad at it. And I mean, let's not look at last year because he only had 166 at bats, right? Let's look at last time he had a full season. That's a while ago, 2019. Well, then again, 2020 was a shortened season. so And he had a good year. He had a good 2020. Yeah. So let's look at that. 52 games. He actually played a full season that year. Yeah. So 232 at-bats. Uh, no, 189 at-bats. I apologize. He had 29 runs. He had 11 doubles, a triple, nine home runs, 31 ribbies, and he batted 286. Now, it just sounds so small because it's a small sample size of a small season. But then you go back to 2019 where he played, where he had uh, 545 at-bats and <laughs> – this is the good old Anthony Randone. He had 117 runs. He had 44 doubles. Led 44. the league. Yeah. Three, th- three triples, 34 home runs. Also led the league in RBIs and 126 yeah. that year. And he batted 319. Now, I'm sorry. This isn't somebody I could just forget. That was only a few years ago. And there was that shortened season in between with the, with the COVID year. So, I mean, he's only been hurt these last two years. He's also, let's see what his age is real quick. I always forget. He's, He's 33. He's going to be 33 yeah. this year. 33. I mean, it's not like we've seen a decline in bat speed or anything like that, to my knowledge. I could give fact check later. But one thing I can say is he just has had season ending, like season ending or long stints that are, um, you know, where he's just had so had some flanges issues. I'm hoping him and Montes, can kind of break up, not hang out anymore. 
and he could kind of have a full season or even get me like 480 at bats and be healthy in September for me. You know, that'd be ideal. So let's just see what happens. I'm drafting Rendon and I think he's going to be a steal this year. And quite honestly, if you're really good and you're running out of a little UT help, he'd be a great latest last like late late pick for a nice UT help and scoop up some pitching in, in the higher picks. But that's just it. Yeah, man. I love I love Rendon too. I actually got sniped on him in my second draft yesterday, literally by one pick. He got picked right before me and I was punching air. I was like, ah, oh, damn. The one thing that I do want to see uh from Rendon in spring training is if he's hitting the ball over the fence because he is coming off the wrist surgery last year. And sometimes wrist injuries could sap a little bit of power, but it usually builds back up. Let's just see how Radon's recovered. You know, uh, Matt Redjoff is uh, 2019, his 2018 was just as good, his 2017 was just as good, and his 2016 was just as good. So Rendon has a has a great track record of being a great player. I have as my number 13 third baseman, well above ADP at the moment, guys. I think you just draft Anthony Rendon and you'd be, you'd be very, very confident with it. Uh, you know, there's not much else I could say about here, but you know, Matt, I was going to, I was going to crack a little joke. You uh, joke. You were talking about his bat speed, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if he's played enough game over the last two years to even tell if he's, <laughs> if his bat speed has gone down, but I think we'll see a lot from him in spring training. He has Mike Trout on his team. He has Shohei Otani on his team. Uh, they picked up Hunter Renfro. They just have a lot of good players on that angels team. I think they could be very, very sneaky. Good. Um, I think at minimum, the batting average will be there as long as he's healthy. Runs and RBIs kind of depends. Although I think the RBIs will be there too. Runs is kind of really going to be dependent on where he hits in the lineup. And once again, as far as the home runs go, let's see how you know he looks in spring training. Let's see if that wrist is healed up nice. I've heard nothing but positive things so far. But uh, Matt, I'm going to pass it on to you, my brother. I think uh, yeah. you got a little something here for us. Yeah, I mean – Next up, we're going to talk about the, our last two bats that are super un, uh, undervalued, and you're not going to expect some of these names. So, but before that, I, again, we're going to talk about Mr. Lindsay, and you know, great podcast. If you haven't checked him out, if you like us, you're going to like him just as much. You know, locked on fantasy pros, uh, locked on prospects, guys, great. And I also have somebody else great here to talk about. And uh, here at Locked On, we're super excited about our, our new be- uh, sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now the perfect time to, to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook app. New customers get a, a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back on your uh, if your first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsback, Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can go bet on every everything from money line to point scores and, three, uh, and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your best uh, your bets for chances for bigger payouts with the same game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance to get your no-sweat first bet uh, up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more every uh, to, to learn more every moment. It's more. Wow, I messed that up. <laughs> Make every moment more with FanDuel, <laughs> official sports betting partner of the NBA. Well, let's get on to some bats, guys. I'll get better at ad reading at some point today. At some point in my life, it's all right. They decided to switch up the ad read on us, uh, so it's all right. I was just getting used to it. <laughs> it's like just. <laughs> 
hey, guys, we're not perfect here, but we give pretty good fantasy baseball advice, and I think that's what you're here for. Exactly. And, guys, we're going back to full day. Uh, to five, we're going to five days now, which is awesome. So that starts this week. <laughs> so I'll get better by Friday. <laughs> but let's talk about baseball again, and let's talk about one of my favorite catchers. I have him every year, every year in for, for fantasy baseball, and that's Mr. Wilson Contreras. I just love this kid. Uh, you know what? He's just been such a good talent from day one, and he just never disappoints me. So, and I just, I love the new landing spot too. He's now on the Cardinals. He's, um, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> he's on the Cardinals. Okay, he's on the Cardinals. I'm yeah, Wilson Contreras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm losing it, guys. I apologize. Air, we stripped you up, huh? Yeah, it really did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get this. So. Now he's on the Cardinals too. This it's a way better situation for him than the Cubs, and I think that he's going to see a lot more playing time. I think that he's going to have a lot more people in front of him and behind him to drive him home and whatnot. So I think we're going to have a really great season. He's kind of underrated in my opinion because nobody is looking at that upside, and he's going at like catcher six, which I guess is people are kind of acknowledging he's my catcher five, but he's 119th overall, which is a really great value. Now you could pass up on all these other catchers and get him at a at a steal, in my opinion. You know, you can get great arms, great bats, and then boom, scoop up a catcher and lock lock it in. You know, that, that's when I start feeling comfortable with drafting a high end pros, a high end catcher at that that pick. Let me read off what he did last year, though, before I go off on a whole tangent of why I love him so much. He had four hundred and sixteen at bats. He had sixty five runs. He had twenty two home runs, fifty five RBIs, four stolen bases, and batted at two forty three. And you know what? That's pretty solid for for a catcher that isn't playing every day. And like I said, I think he's going to see more in that lineup. They're a win-now team, and they're going to want their best bats in the lineup every single day. So I think that I could see him pushing his way, getting every day play, and we're going to be very happy with that result. And quite frankly, if he does, sky's the limit because he just needs a little bit of a groove. Yeah, Matt, you know what? Um I agree with you. I think Wilson Contreras is going to be great. It's not so much the catcher six. It's the 119 ADP uh, overall for Wilson, which really draws me to him. As you said, you can get a bunch of great hitters, pitchers, and then you turn around. Oh, Wilson Contreras is still on the board. Uh, you know, the supporting cast, as I mentioned, is going to be way better. Should push up the runs and the RBIs. And as a catcher, he's chipped in, uh, you know, nine steals over the last two years. So, you know, you're getting a little steals bonus there. It's a little chippy, but, you know, it still counts. The one thing that's going to hurt is just know uh, if you have already drafted Adolis Garcia, guys that are just going to drain your batting average, you might not want to go Wilson Contreras because over the last three years combined, let's see if uh, I can pull that up. Yep, over the last three years combined, he has a 200, uh, well, 241 batting average over 298 games. So I'm not really expecting a huge bump in that, you know. So just be weary if you're going to take Wilson Contreras for the batting average. He'll give you the bombs. He'll give you the runs. He'll give you the RBIs and chip in a few steals as well. So just uh, know what you're doing when you're getting into him. But last up, and certainly, certainly not least, we got Mr. Anthony Rizzo calling the Italians. Uh, You know, he's back with the Yankees once again. And I just think he's going to be one of the biggest gainers from getting rid of the shift. You know, uh, a lot of left-handed bats, you know, as Rizzo is, 
got uh, killed with that shift last year. Corey Seager, a bunch of a bunch of guys just you know got murdered by it. Well, last few years actually, and that's why Anthony uh, Rizzo's batting average went down to 224. But the rest of the stats were pretty solid: 137, 130 games, 77 RBIs, 21 doubles, 32 bombs, 75 RBIs, and he also had six steals. So I just think it's a great opportunity in that lineup for Rizzo. I think that batting average could come back up to the where his career is at 265. So if you're getting, you know, what he did last year plus a 265 batting average, uh, I mean, he could be literally, I would say, a top 10 first baseman right now. His ADP is actually super low, 12th first baseman, and uh, pick 134 overall. I currently have Rizzo as... I'm 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 switching him and CJ Crone. I have CJ Crone nine, Rizzo ten. I'm gonna do a swap there. I'm gonna move Rizzo up to nine. It's not bad, man. He's my eleventh, and quite honestly, I just I love Rizzo. I just I'm hoping the ribbies come up, but you know, last year was kind of an indication that that's probably gonna be you know not where I would love to have my first baseman hitting that. But I mean, again, first base actually gets a little shallow, at least in terms of like guys I feel comfortable having as my first baseman. So. But Rizzo is pretty solid, so like I'm kind of okay with it, especially in Yankee Park with that team, and hopefully with having Volpe there and whatnot coming up. Hopefully he breaks camp, and then with Judge, you know, there's a lot to be there for for um, Rizzo to come come in hot. Plus, he started off the season really hot, and he was like the best player in baseball for what like a month and a half, and then heated it off, and then heat up again too. So he was a little streaky last year, but I mean the end result is fantastic. You know, I'm, I'd be okay with having him as my first baseman. I prefer him as my 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 utility. That'd be like where I'm really comfortable. You're not going to get him at that point. So, just see how it is. But I mean, hey, if you missed out on first base like I did yesterday in the um in the mock draft, and you know it comes down to he's he's just the best one. You just scoop him up at that point because then that's where it's like okay, before all of them are gone, let me at least scoop up Rizzo because then it's really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, Matt, I think, um, you know, with as we were saying, with that Yankees lineup and the shift being gone, the 75 RBIs could easily turn into 100. Uh, you know, and he played 130 games last year. If he bumps it up to 140, 145, once again, those 75 RBIs can literally just jump right up before you even know it. And Rizzo puts him back to, you know, uh, a similar to like a 27, uh, 2018 or 2019 season. Let's go with the let's go with the 2018 season for Rizzo. He played 153 games, 74 RBIs, 29 doubles, 25 bombs, 101 RBIs, six steals, and a 283 batting average. If he did that this year, I would literally not be shocked. Just wouldn't be shocked at it. But Matt, unless we got anything else to add here, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Anything else you want to chip in, my brother? Nah, I'm good. Let's hit it, bro. Yeah, guys, we kept it nice and short and sweet for you today, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's it. Um Please be sure, if you haven't already, to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, check out our website. We have our rankings there. Uh, a lot of other great information about us. You can find all the episodes there. We're going to be revamping it again soon, and we're going to be probably updating our rankings again uh, sometime this month. So be sure to check out for that. But also, stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. We're going to be doing a very, very similar episode type where we did with the bats today. We're going to do undervalued pitchers tomorrow. So please be sure to check that out. And as always, we got to throw our boy Lindsay some love. You know, check out his podcast. He hosts Locked on Prospects. You know, if you guys are where you're first listening every day, you got to make Lindsay your second listen. But guys, until next time, see you. Peace.